One, two. And welcome to the Miami Police. Why are you cut so short? Miami Police Podcast. This is the a little clappage. first official Miami Police podcast. What an honor. Yes, and we have our official guest. But we want to save you for the grand opening. I mean, the grand uh, finale of the intros. So we're going to go around the room, introduce everybody here, and uh, we'll start back in the corner. Go ahead. My name's Anissa. I am the social broadcasting specialist. All right. Hello, Anissa. Hi, everyone. My name is Officer Horda. Ralph, I've been with the department for about six and a half years now. All right. What do we got on the couch? It's Orlando here on loan from PIO. <laughs> That's right. It's Orlando, and I am Nick with the social media unit, 15 years on. And uh, wait, before we get to the, the guest of honor, back behind the cameras, we got Gio. He's working the cameras as the technician. Say what's up, Gio. What's up, everyone? Gio over here. 16 years on, I'll be roving, taking pictures, and making sure the cameras are A-OK. -okay. All right. So All right. Gio's behind the cameras. Now, do we have a drum roll in that uh, soundboard yet? A drum roll? I don't think there's a drum roll, but no, there isn't a drum roll. <laughs> no. He was hesitant yeah. there. <laughs> There's a drum. The guest of honor. A little committee yeah. uh, entry there. Chief Manny Morales, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to be here. Welcome. Thank what do you, you think? What do you think? I am uh, thoroughly impressed, man. Yeah, you gave us. I'm you loving the vibe. You gave us a blessing. You said, "Go ahead," and now you get to see it here. What do you yeah. think? You good? Oh well, man. looks like a very dark closet, but <laughs> yeah, got with a little ambience to it. Yeah, <laughs> with like some it, microphones. Yeah. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we wanted to make it official. Um, introduce you to the podcast audience. We're broadcasting on YouTube. We got it. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. So all the audience out there, we wanted to introduce you, get to know you a little bit. Um, but before we get into that stuff, we want to talk about some trendy topics too. So we want to make this, um, you know, lighthearted. Uh, not all policey. You know, talk a little bit about trendy topics, and then you can weigh in, and everyone's going to weigh in around the room on some of the things that we have. So Anissa, matter of fact, she's going to lead this segment, and it's called Anissa's Trendy Topics. Huh? Is that original? Oh, that is original. <laughs> is that original? <laughs> the content. Yeah. Good it's job. it's Good all job. up here, sir. It's there. It's there. Nice. So we have, a, we have a TV in the studio, yeah. and Anissa's going to go ahead and lead us with the first topic, which I thought was kind of interesting. We wanted to kind of pick random stuff. Okay. So you tell me. So I was just strolling through the, you know, social media, and I saw a post that was like, flying car uh, going on to the next step. And I was like, what? And I just went through this internet deep dive yeah. to see what's going on with this car. And it's going, I think it just got approved by the FAA. And it's going to go into testing right now for flying. So it hasn't done any flight testing yet, but it's getting, it's in the process right now. And there's this, this wow. I went on this website, this is their official website. And in the, if you go to the FAQs, just the questions are insane. Like, um, is street legal? Can it go on the highway? Can you lift off from the highway? You know, like those, those weird questions, those shower thoughts that you have. I you mean, think of a car. 
flying? That would help certainly with traffic if you're stuck in a traffic jam. It's like, I'm out of here. So uh, the only drawback that I see here in Miami is when you land, right? If we get them as, as police fleet cars, yeah, flying police fleet cars. Think about it. Wh where do you park it? The roofs? Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. on the roof of the building. Maybe right? on the roof. I don't know. But maybe more, I don't know, I kind of like it, but how about jetpacks? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Instead of walking around with a backpack, man, a little like jetpack, zoom around. That's it. Get to a place. There's uh, got to be a little weight limit on that, though, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be doing the jetpack yet, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. We get, the, we get three jets. You know, we get three jets. Well, I like these, but have you seen the vehicles that are also become submersible, like submarine vehicles? Ooh, That'd be handy. That'd be good. Marine Patrol is already asking for one. I see them. <laughs> yes, I can see that. <laughs> the podcast ain't even out. They're already got a purchase order somewhere for uh, one of the dolphin jet cars mm -hmm. that goes on the water so that's the first trendy topic nice. look at that I we're like talking that. about flying cars flying. <laughs> were you so prepared we're off to the first podcast we're off to a flying start that's it i like it hey that was a randall's job you better tighten up i know you'd be out of a job alisa what do you got for the next one i think it was the i know what it was it's uh who's the most famous person you met but Like, who was that person that, like, that gives you that starstruck feeling? So, so, two, so it's twofold. So it should be two people, right? Two? So, like, who's the most famous person? And then to you, who is the most famous person? Wow. If, if you want a second to think, we can bounce around the room. Unless you got it. I mean, I know the most famous person that I've met. In, in, I mean, I've, I've met a lot. I've been fortunate enough to be around for a bit. But uh, I think it would have to be Norman Schwarzkopf, General. Wow, when we're oh. doing Desert Storm. Funny story, real quick. I don't know, yeah, well, we got this. Is, this is what it's about. This is what it's about. Christmas Day. I'm a, I'm a, an E2 private, mm -hmm. almost as low as you can get. He's a four-star general, right? And I'm outside, right? The war room. So you, you see the movies, right? There's a room. You got a huge map. Yeah. You got all the little flags mm -hmm. for all the units. People <laughs> sitting. Not, are, people that's sitting. A thing. Yeah. It's an really. actual thing, right? Yeah. So it was inside the vault, in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, and. I'm on duty in the morning, Christmas morning, man, I draw war room duty. So I'm there Ooh. outside guarding the war room, and guess who shows up with his entourage? Norman Schwarzkopf, man, he's a big guy, heavy duty presence, right? So he brings, guess what he gives me? He says, Merry Christmas, soldier. Hey. He gives me a presidential chocolate candy bar. Nice. Oh, man, I was like, <laughs> sweet, merciful baby Jesus. <laughs> I just got, man, I'm looking at it. I'm yeah. like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, do you eat it or do you save it? Yeah. So I saved it and I send it home. Oh, nice. So my ex-wife ate it. Oh. I'm like, you're not supposed to eat a presidential candy bar. Oh, you, that's man. like a keepsake, uh, you know? I mean, But yeah. I guess she was pregnant with my first child, so hey. he's walking around with some presidential Present chocolate somewhere in his body. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, it's in there. It's, keep, in the, it's in the system. Did you keep yeah. the wrapper at least, or? I did keep you the keep wrapper. The wrapper. I okay. do have the wrapper. She did that for me. That was nice. Is that so? That's that. That is the the combination to you. The the most famous and the most famous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's not yeah. just a famous person. It's like a historical figure, you know? Yeah. I wanted to touch uh, later on in the podcast about your your background and the the service that you, you know, for our country. I wanted to touch on that. Uh, we jumped ahead a little bit, but we're going to come back to that. So they're like, oh, I want to hear more. That was one cool story. I want to hear more. We'll, we'll get to that. I got lots of cool stories, man. Yeah. So Some are even true. <laughs> hey, <laughs> be careful, sir. There's going to be a lot of fact checkers out there. Hold on a second. Hold oh, on. The chief is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else want to take that famous one, Anissa? Who do, who do you have? I know you said uh, some. You said some. Like, I, we not, might not know it. 
So I've met Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian. Yeah. Fluffy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fluffy. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right, on. Yeah. Yeah. right after his, his stand-up, he was just hanging out and he was meeting his fans. So I got to meet him. I got to have pictures of him. Oh, and nice. And then um, the one that no one would know is Tim Gunn. No. Project One Runway. Uh, no. No. He's the guy that would, would say to the girls, like, make it happen, you know? Oh, I think so I know. I, I met him. From my wife. My wife watches that sometimes, so. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you're in the in the living room and you see it a little bit and you're like, yeah. I remember that. Make it happen. I remember yeah. that. I met him walking just down the mall. He was down, like, walking down the mall and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> that was Tim Gunn. That was just Tim Gunn. Nice. Yeah. All right. So Tim Gunn. No idea. I think I know who he is. I could be talking about Hell's Kitchen. I'm not sure. Yeah, could be. Sure. Could be. I could be mixing it up. What do you got? Well, one night, one night, I was out uh, with a couple friends, and I would say it was really cool. I'm a big sports fan, so Dolphins, Heat, you know, the Hurricanes, the U, everybody. So I actually met Michael Irvin mm. um, and Udonis Haslam the same at the same moment. They were actually together, and they were really nice. Took a picture, and I, that was cool. That was cool. We, right. we spoke for a while. And, Nice. That was cool. And uh, UD, he actually does a lot of stuff with us. So yeah. maybe one day he'll maybe. be sitting in your chair, sir. Maybe he will. Maybe. Maybe, maybe so. Orlando. I, well, for a second there, I drew a blank. And then a um, little bit about my background is I used to work for a small newspaper out in Key Biscayne. I was one of the, the two reporters on staff, and I would do like a lot of human interest stories. Right. And I went to the local Rotary Club, one of the meetings, and they had Janet Reno as a guest speaker. So I met her. And then I don't know if you guys remember the... Uh, uh, the Running Man and Colors, the, the films. There's an actress from Venezuela called Mar Maria Conchita Alonso. <laughs> that was his yeah. most famous. I, I interviewed her. And hey. She was really cool. Nice. I, I had a Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was mine. Nice. It was both. It wasn't Hacksaw Jim okay. Duggan? Or? In, an, in an airport. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, actually, I just saw him. I lie. I just saw him walking. <laughs> didn't meet him. But he, he had the little jean part. shorts on and he was doing the walk through yeah. the, the... And I was like, that's Stone Cold right there. That's nice. Stone Cold. I wanted to say something, but yeah, I, yeah you know, it happens you, fast. Yeah, and then you're like, mm, do I want to go up to him? And you he's walking with his wife. I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. and I want him to, you know, do his Stone Cold moves <laughs> to me, the Stone Cold Stunner in the middle of the, the terminal, middle. and now I'm laying on the ground. And I got to explain what happened. Yeah, you know, might have been worth it. Maybe. Anyways, so that's our famous people, right? So we're, right. we're gonna start moving into the chief. It's gonna dun dun dun. All the lights are gonna come down. We're gonna start talking about you, sir. However. We're going to take our first break before we get there. We got right. breaks, sir. And we breaks. run commercials for the department. We Union, union mandated breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Give people a break, man. You can't work that hard. All right. So with that being said, we'll be right back. Well, hello and welcome to the very first Miami Police podcast commercial. During these commercials, we're going to be taking a pause from the conversation and talking to you guys, the listeners and the viewers out there. What are we going to be talking about, you might ask? Events. We're going to be talking about PSAs. We're going to be talking about possible recruiting opportunities with the police department. It's a lot of information that we need to get to you, and that's where we're going to be delivering it during these commercial breaks. With that being said, let's get back to the podcast. And we're back. How about those commercials, sir? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Thank you. Impressive. Thank you. We are no amateur hour here. So, sir, we want to get to know you. We want to get to know Chief Morales. We want to know what you were like before, and we could start with what high school did you go to? So, represent, uh, sir. Represent. I went to Hialeah High, High, class of 88. Whoa. T-Breds. Hey. T-Breds. That's right. I'm sure. That's right. Por eso. Look at, look at Ralph over there. He's like, yeah. Ralph. Yeah. So, Repping Hialeah in the house. When you were in high school, what kind of uh, student were you? Student athlete? Uh, into clubs? or 
Tell us a little bit about yourself in high school, sir. Open up to us. Open up here on the podcast. I, I think I was a, a journeyman, a little bit of everything, right? So yeah. A little bit of sports, played a little football, got hurt. Mm. It didn't last too long. Uh, but uh, What position? Nose tackle. Nose big tackle. Guy. Been a big guy all, all the time. That's my spot. I keep looking over to my yeah. sports guy, and he's just nodding. Great Nose for tackle. the great for audio, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be killing yeah, the game on the audio nodding. portion. He's, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to put him down as a nodding guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bobblehead, sir. I agree. Any, uh, any favorite subject? Any favorite subject in school? Man, anything but math. Anything but math. Right. Same here. Same I here. I love history, you know, but math was never my forte. What about ROTC? Because I know we already mentioned about military. Were you involved in ROTC at all? So no, man. I, I can't even remember how I got interested in the military. or, or I, I really did always want to be a, a cop. Um, I don't remember for when. I had no family members that were cops. Didn't have any interaction with police officers. I, I grew up in Puerto Rico, came to the States when I was 13. So I don't remember having... You know, a lot of folks will tell you, hey, you know, I had a negative interaction with the cops or I had this cop that was great and uh, he inspired me. But I, I don't remember. I, I just always had like an attraction to the profession. And when I graduated high school, I was 17. So I was a little too young yeah, to apply for any other police department. So, you know, it was an expected thing, you know, military police. Military MP? So that's right. All right. So I joined the Army in, in 88 and, and did almost four years there. It was... Uh, an incredible time. Very proud of my, my service. And, so uh, you joined in 88, you said? Correct. So what, what Desert Storm was what year? It was uh, 90 to 91. So you were you were in it? I was in it, man. You Desert Shield it. first and then Desert Storm as we started the little ground war there. Yeah, I remember that. So I did a little time also in, in 89. Uh, I did Operation Just Cause in Panama. Where oh. We took down El General. Wow. Manuel Noriega. <laughs> oh, that was you. Yeah. Well, not being by myself. No, but, no. You know, I had, <laughs> sir, were you Rambo? Seals running around. <laughs> I had a little bit of help. But, uh, no, but that was your era. Uh, yeah, really that cool, was my man. time, man. Yeah, I That's did a, good. a little traveling around. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. Did you know that, Orlando? I did not. But now you do. And, you know, you know. Manuel Noriega. Mm. A wartime veteran, man. Can you imagine that? that <laughs> it's impressive, to be honest. I didn't know. I, I knew you were uh, in the Army, but I just didn't know. To what extent? And I figured it was around the desert storm time. So to learn that is like, hey, I like it, sir. Very okay. good. Very good. Awesome. So going going back, and and I think it's interesting that you didn't you didn't have anything, you know, no basis as why you like or uh, like you said, no nobody in your family. You didn't have any interactions. Maybe like what about like cop show? Did you watch any? cop TV or something, or you just saw the police like, that's a cool, the idea of being able to help people put bad guys in jail. No? Man, I, I just, I, I don't have that clear picture <clears throat> in my mind of what was the precursor or the catapult that sent me down the law enforcement profession. I, I just, you know, I mean, I always like helping people. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know how it morphed into, you know, law enforcement. Interesting. What about, like, because uh, you said you were uh big guy in, in high school, um, like protecting, like I had a younger brother, for instance, and, and uh, I was always protective of him. If he had a bully or something, I would always step in and, you know, handle business, whatever I got to do. And that was, I think I was like, man, that's my calling. I don't like bullies. I don't like people that pick on people. So I feel like I'm the defender of my brother. And that, I guess you just internalize it and then police is like, that's, that's what I want to do. No, at the time I had a, a, a younger brother, one year younger than me, and he was, he was a big guy also. So we, we, 
didn't get messed around too much, and we're both there at Hialeah High, so we uh-huh. knew a bunch of the folks. So it, it was a much friendly environment than what I remember or, or what I see now and the stories that I hear from high school nowadays. Yeah, high school's changed nowadays. A little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, especially with the phones. The <laughs> phone stuff in class. Uh, and just to do a little anecdotal, you know, high school has a change. My son just started middle school, and he was telling me about his first day and what teachers were expecting, and one of the teachers is like, if you guys have a phone, you can listen to music and look at your phone if you have earbuds on. If I hear earbuds, I'm going to take away your phone. So I was like, wow, that's that's a big change. That's progressive right there, that's man. That's a big change. You couldn't even have gum. No, gum. In class yeah. when I was uh, going out. You can so hear music. True. and. Do you think, if, you think if they allowed gum, there wouldn't be so much gum underneath the table? That the people would just take it and throw and it throw away? It the but <laughs> since they didn't allow it, you have to. You think about it, right? You have to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's so yeah. true. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I got out, caught with gum and yeah. all the time. That's a move out of, born out of desperation. You didn't want to get caught on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky little quick one right there. That's right. Now, phone, good to go. So, yeah, times have definitely... And now they have iPads in class. Like, instead of books, they're like, they yeah. get assigned an iPad. It's integrated yeah. in the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that's the future, uh, baby. Look, yeah. I got an iPhone Progress. right here. I got my notes right here. It's yeah. the future, baby. And we're going to talk about the future of MPD, too, to segue. But that's coming up in the show. I like to jump ahead. Nice segue, man. Nice you like segue. that? A smooth. Smooth. But I segued too far in the future because that's like the next, <laughs> <laughs> the next topic. So we went into the military. Um, we did four years in the military. And then right away you came back and applied to be a police officer? Started applying. Did a, a little bit of work with the, with the county as a jitney and, and taxi inspector. Oh, nice. And, so uh, you got, are you mechanically inclined or are you just like, tires look good? Absolutely not, man. Okay. I, I can <laughs> put air in the tires, man. <laughs> There's a kill in the game. Yeah, are, the, are the tires flat? Is nah, there... <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's my uh, mechanical expertise right there. Okay. Um, but uh, took me a little bit of time there, like a couple of years, and finally uh, the city had just... Uh, come off a long freeze, hiring freeze in, in 94, March of 94, got picked up So the greatest law enforcement agency in the world. In the world! Ooh, ah. <laughs> I mean, so, so you became a police officer, we said 94. 94. So in the military, were you, were you also doing school where like, uh, college education or that came once you joined you started doing yeah, that's that's one of my that's a great question one of my biggest regrets was not taking advantage of that while yeah. I was in in the military I mean we did get deployed a lot so mm-hmm. we had a couple of deployments but while we were, we were in base I, I didn't take advantage of that I regretted it later on I didn't get my bachelor's till 2008 and my master's till 2017 when I was a late bloomer hey but hey, better late than never you got that right and if there's any young listeners little word of advice school yeah school is cool yeah the sooner you do it the better mm. off you yeah. are never too learn never too old to learn there you go look at that for sure he he's done for this segment he's like i got my that's check it. i got my one <laughs> that's his contribution to the podcast to right there <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's actually a futon so you're good Just, uh, wind, you. wind me up in 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> sure you got a master's that's right which uh which school so Kind of tough, right? Because I was in the Army, yeah. but I went to the Naval Postgraduate School. So mm. that is the Armed Forces graduate level uh, university. Uh, so where when you're in the Armed Forces, if, if you're going for your undergrad, Army will go to West Point, the Air Force has their own academy, yeah. 
you got the Naval Academy for, for the Navy and the Marines, but if you if you're following up higher education, your master's or your PhD, everybody kind of goes to the same place. You know, you got the War College yeah. uh, for military topics, and then you have the Naval Postgraduate in beautiful Monterey, California. Wow. So there is a FEMA so sponsor you were, program. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Which is tuition free. Hey. So it's uh, approximately uh, an $80,000 um, program that uh, anyone that's in government, can apply for so is I that think, still a thing is that man, current still a thing man let me tell you what they wow. what they what they give you in free tuition they take away in blood sweat and tears man <laughs> really it's hard hard work oh man let me tell you that was the toughest 18 months of of my adult life well but came out on top absolutely man with it, distinction we, yeah elaborate on that because yeah. were you uh one one out of every class gets uh, gets uh, designated uh, a diploma with distinction that was me oh how big was your class, sir? This is this is what matters. Started with thirty-two. Oh, only twenty-eight ended. Wow! Oh, wow! But firefighters, cops right. from everywhere. Uh, it, it it was a couple of military folks in there, but uh, it was one of like I told you, one of the greatest experiences I've had. It's it's a phenomenal program, and and I encourage anyone that's in law enforcement or government because there was some public health officials, yeah, emergency managers in there. It's well worth it. It's at the center of Homeland Defense and Security. At the Naval Postgraduate, I gotta, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's a, it's a great program. I've been trying to get a couple of people to go, but yeah, just the application process is five essays. So you got your degree uh, concurrent with the the career, right? So what I, I mean, my my suggestions is any listeners out there that are in, that are like leaving high school, I always say to take your time, get some life experience, and go to college. You know, get that get that degree. Um, you know, this way you get a little bit of life experience when you when you apply to be a police officer. We have a lot of aspiring police officers that are listening to the podcast, and uh, that's just my that's just my opinion. I came in at 28, so you know I had um about eight years out of high school before I became a cop, and I definitely think it you know it helps. You know, I had a lot of ups and downs before becoming a cop. Different perspective. Not to say that you know a kid coming out of high school, yeah. you know. Um, can't come be an officer without that life experience. But I think it does help having, you know, coming on at 28 years old. And I definitely went to calls where I was like, you know, I remember being in some positions, other people. Yeah. Or, and maybe, uh, you know, I acted a certain way based on that experience. So, yeah. No, I, absolutely. <clears throat> and that's what, that's what I was meaning. Like, so you lived, so you lived the experience, you lived that experience, uh, um, as a human. Then when you put on the uniform and you arrive and, and you're <laughs> trying to help, uh, with, with a problem that somebody has, yeah. that's a, that's a huge, you know, up for you for in, sure. in the game of trying to come with some conflict res resolution on a scene. So, it, and not to say that there's not 18 year olds out there that can handle, handle the job, but it's just, it's a little bit better to have some experience under your belt. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, sir, the next one, I, was ta I keep talking about the audience out there listening. They sent in questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we uh, yeah, like a day ago on our Instagram, we put up some stories and we prompted the audience and we said, Hey, you got any questions for the chief? We're going to have them on the podcast. Anissa, she's heading all the segments. She, <laughs> she's going to be coming in right after this quick break, and she is going to read off some of these questions that we have for you. We've got five. We took top five. We've got a lot. 
hundreds and hundreds, thousands. I don't know. But we we took five. That was a lot. That was, <laughs> that was, a, that was a lot. So uh, we'll be right back, and then we're gonna get to some of those questions. Awesome. All right. What's up, guys? I hope that you are enjoying the podcast. Now, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe right here to our channel. We want to make this as interactive as possible. So if you have any questions, anything that's on your mind, feel free to always comment. It helps us understand what you want, what you want to see, and it helps grow the channel. Let's get back to the podcast. And we're back. Another commercial under the belt. So. Oh. I'm breaking. We were talking. That one was almost as good as the first one. Almost as good. Almost. <laughs> almost as good. But we're working on them. So we're talking on the break real, uh, real quick before we get into the questions about Army service, mm -hmm. Navy degree. That's right. A little bit of a conflict there because each branch is, is prideful of their branch and everyone thinks that their branch is better, right? Everybody feels that their brand is better. That's right. right. So Marines, Army, I know, all, you know, Navy. And I respect all of them, but, you know, yeah, uh, there's absolutely no question, especially when the Army-Navy game is on, right? Well, that's it's always go Army beat Navy. There you go. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Whether the degree on the wall says Navy or not. Because, because sometimes... football time, <laughs> it's go Army. All right, there you go. That was a question because some people are from Miami, but they go to school in FSU, and then Miami plays FSU, and they got a little bit of conflict. Do I root for Miami, my hometown, or do I go for my school? But you're... you're you got it, Army, all the way. That's it. Okay. I know cool. the Army, uh, Army Navy football game is a huge rivalry. Yeah, every huge, year. Huge. Yeah. Huge. I've never been to a game, but I'm looking forward to it. All yeah. Right. You it's see, so like the cold, crowd, man. It, man, it looks intense. Cold. It's awesome. All right. Got questions. We got questions coming now. Questions hot off the press. You guys uh, gave us questions on Instagram. Uh, stay tuned if you're not following us on Instagram at MPD Police on Instagram, so you can get your own questions in. We're gonna have guests coming in, and we'll let you guys know who the guests are. And if any questions you want to ask them, this is the segment where you get your shine. We're gonna even shout out your handles, so it's gonna be good. So it's gonna be good. So Anissa. Yes. All right. So uh, first question is by Uzi three three six four. All right. What is your favorite unit? <laughs> That's like a mommy and daddy. Man, and these right are right the bad. Uzi wants ball. to start you know an internal conflict Sir. in the Miami Police Department. <laughs> it's already known social Trend media lightning. unit is the favorite. Wow. We, can even, we just go right to the next so one. So aside from <laughs> the, the social media, media <laughs> unit, what is my favorite unit in the police department? So, I mean... Honestly, I, I, I've been, I'm a patrol guy through right. and through, right? I, yeah. I think that's, a lot of people say is the backbone of the police department, but in reality that is, right? You call 911, you get the patrol guys. Yeah. So they, they don't often get the credit they deserve. So I'm going to say that my favorite unit is patrol. Like There's that. a lot of great elite units, homicide yeah. SWAT, yeah. hostage negotiators, man. We got it all. Yeah. You know, uh, aviation, marine, but uh, let, let's, let's go with... The patrol man, those, patrol. those guys are like the the army grunts. Yeah, they're, they're the infantry man. They're the front infantry. Lines. Yeah, they're on the, the front, front guy. The front line man. Yeah. They're the ones that are gonna get there first. So, whenever you need, then you can dial nine one one. Trusty patrol. All right, we will we will we'll say okay. Well, we'll I did say they're social know, media right unit. after. Okay, social media doesn't even count. <laughs> so far, I had, so far I didn't even count. You know. Okay, so uh, that was a good question by, who was that? Uh, Uzi, Uzi3364, thank you yep. for the question. Yep. All right, next question is by George Montes3. Ooh, this is a deep one. This is deep, sir. What's one thing you would tell your your younger self? No, 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 no. He's Because he, you missed the first That's thing. The first line. Oh, okay. I want to be a police yep. officer. Mm. What's the one thing would you tell your younger self? So he's he's trying to become a police officer. So set them straight. Back, go back 
to the younger self you. I think what we talked about a little earlier, I would have taken advantage at some point and got it a little college education under my belt before yeah. I came along. Yeah. I think research proves that officers that come on the department that have some college or higher level education perform better. Okay. Uh, they treat the public better. They react better. Uh, they have better social skills. So if there's one thing, you know, continue your education. Yeah. Before you get into law enforcement. Can I ask, can I, I know this is his question, well, but just to piggyback is what, what I mean, you're the host who's going <laughs> to stop you. Oh, oh, like the chief is in here and is going to stop you or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah? I lost my audio and my headphone. Oh, I know. Oh, it. No. Hey, I know. Hey, I got a man hey, down. Oh. I rolled over this. <laughs> you need that part. Somebody saved me. So yeah, just to piggyback off of Nick's piggyback. So that's <laughs> advice you would have given to yourself. But I started mm -hmm. thinking about this whole TikTok generation. I could picture some young man or young woman out there playing video games, mm -hmm. drinking energy drinks at home, but they're listening to this podcast and something resonates with them. They're like, hey, maybe I should go in law enforcement. What would you give? What kind of advice or words of wisdom would you give somebody this that young generation today? I, I think is drop all that... Uh, electronic equipment or whether it be the video games the smartphones uh, you know sounds like me on the weekends yeah, to be man. honest sir I'm, i apologize <laughs> get, out, get, out. <laughs> get out and enjoy the world man get yeah. some human contact under Absolutely. your belt man right no i agree with that yeah. i agree go with greet that. a fellow human being i agree with that the communication is huge so when yeah, i was absolutely. teaching at the police academy um, the younger generation, they're all text, you know, so we really harped on communication and being able to speak mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's in there. It's in the brain. Yeah. You just got to massage that muscle a little bit and you'll get better at it. But if you don't start and if you're always on the phone, you're not going to be good at that. Um, so to piggyback off of that is when you're in school and you're young, you have to make your, your choices that you're making within the back of your head. Is this going to affect my opportunity to become a police officer yeah. and make sure you don't get any hiccups while you're in college because college is fun mm -hmm. and and life experience when you're young is fun but decisions that you're making can affect the opportunity to become a police officer due to background checks or whatever yeah. happens so just keep that in your mind just party responsibly huh? yes in a nutshell yeah use red chair in a nutshell all right that was good what do we got all right from P. Iglesias 98, mm -hmm. what inspired you to get where you are now? Hmm. Wow. Hmm. So some people have heroes, right? That's I, right. I guess uh, I have nemesis. Ooh. So for me, it was always uh, uh, an interaction with a supervisor that was not the best. I like it. And I think we've all had him, right? Absolutely. You're like, man, Feel this that fire. is not very good at what he does, man. I think I can do a better job than that. And that was that. That was the way for me forward, right? I, when I don't think many people start off this career and thinking, "Man, I want to be chief." I certainly didn't. Yeah, that's what you I was going to ask you too. Yeah. yeah well, well, so that's you know, one of some people do. I imagine some people. You go to the academy, right? You talk to the academy classes, and they're like, hey, "I want to be chief." There might be a chief in here. Who's going to be chief? And then people raise their hand. Man, I just I just wanted to be a patrolman for for my entire career. Yeah. And then you come across a couple of supervisors, some sergeants that that are not as courteous, yeah. you know, compassionate and, and respectful as they should be. And you're like, mm, you know what? If I take the promotional test and I get promoted to sergeant, yeah. that guy can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So let me do that. And that's what happened to me. I had a bad supervisor who remained nameless. Uh, he's no longer here. Okay. But uh, that's that's 
that's what uh you know uh, absolutely i agree 100 percent. be the change right be the change you could either complain about it or do something about it yeah and there you go you, you did something about I did it something about it look look what happened that's what i'm talking Where about so i i love it i love it mm -hmm. all right next we got a question from sf hoto Besides oh he's got this uh he's he's one of our sorry sir yes long time viewers he actually came in the other day to took a picture here with us right here a picture with us so just want to give a quick shout out yeah all right now he's good he's good the good fan. people good people yeah all right besides patrol what other divisions did you work in Ooh, resume time uh, <laughs> so i i did um patrol where i was a field training officer then i went to domestic violence that morphed into the violent crimes unit mm -hmm. which was a combination of assaults and domestic violence uh, from there i got promoted back on the streets field training supervisor crisis intervention supervisor then i went to probably the the funnest time that i've had i, I think i was a supervisor in the crime suppression unit which is our version of street narcotics right correct so uh, i was in charge of all the undercover drug buyers in the city yep so i did that for a couple of years till i got promoted to lieutenant went to the streets and then i took over the gang unit and that was uh, another interesting uh, period of time yeah but uh a little bit of everything and then from there i got promoted to commander in in 09 and the rest is history I've refreshed my, my my recollection was it the grove then upper east side or upper east side then grove so it was in in 09 it was the gro a correction it was little haiti little haiti and upper east side they were together at one time okay so i had doubled in that areas and then they split them i, I kept the upper east side um, and then I, on 2013, I went down to, to Coconut Grove. Sir, little back history, little history that we have. Well, At I, one point, they created a PST, a problem solving team for your net area. That's right. And there was somebody with two thumbs that yeah. was on that team <laughs> and somebody behind the cameras. That was the best the team. Best the PST best PST team I've ever had. <laughs> problem solvers at his best. <laughs> so yes. Uh, and now? Sitting in the big office. Sitting, sitting in the chair. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. All right. Last question by John underscore Stevens 11. What is the most dangerous job of an MPD officer? So I think uh, every aspect of policing can be dangerous, right? But statistically saying, uh, I, I think motormen motors have the highest rate of getting injured. And this year we've had probably three or four. Yep. Uh, one not so long ago that if you look at that video, it's kind of shocking. Uh, so that is an incredibly hazardous job and, and let me tell you there's there's a lot of jobs in here that I'll I'll tell you I, I don't know if I got the stuff the grit to yeah to kind of do and, and motors SWAT yeah those and let me tell you even Marine Patrol everybody thinks Marine Patrol you're out there riding in the boat mm -hmm. the Sun the fun the shorts but at some point <laughs> somebody's got to dive in the Miami River yeah. absolutely yeah and there's bull sharks and there's alligators and there's crocodiles all over the place so yeah. It's not as glamorous as it sounds, so those are some of the jobs, but I, I, I want to say motors, if I had to pick one, it's probably the most hazardous one, yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I would concur. And not only, not only them actually operating the motor is, is doing traffic stops, because traffic stops are, you don't know. It's, one. it's a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get when, mm -hmm. you're, when you're on a traffic stop. Absolutely. So, yes, I, I, yeah, I would kudos agree. Kudos to those guys, huh? Yeah, and, uh, and, and going back to Marine Patrol, they're, they're actually 
pretty courageous because they're like, yeah, no, it's bull shark mating season. So if they just come up and, and bump you, don't worry about it. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to vlog from the boat. This That'll week. be the last time I'm in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go, right? That was the questions. Not too bad, right? Not too shabby. But they were pretty good questions. I like them. Not bad, not bad questions. Very good questions. Broad range. Yeah. They, they, I like they, it. Ask good questions, and we want to keep it coming. So if you're not following us, make sure you follow us on at MPD Police on Instagram um, to ask those questions. That's yeah. what we're doing. It. Done. All right, with that being said, sir, we're, we're cruising along here. We are. We're going to go right. We're flying like the car. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. We're flying. He's a little delayed. A little, little lag. You got it? Yeah. There you go. There we go. There better late than never. Sleep better late than the never. Button. Sleep at the button. <laughs> that drummer's sleeping. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about present day, where we're headed as a department. Uh, with Chief at the helm. So with that being said, let's take a quick break. Let's do it. Hey, are you enjoying the video portion of our podcast? You can also find us on all audio streaming platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We'll have those available for you down below. Now back to the show. We good? Are we back? Good to go. All right. And that was our, our final commercial of the podcast. Probably the best one yet. That's right. See, <laughs> at least we're wow. growing now. Yeah, so we're getting better. Kind of, kind of skipped over the Academy thing real quick. I just wanted to get your experience through the academy because it was uh, military, then right into the academy, and then we went into like your progression in the career. So I just, I don't want to, I don't want to leave that. I don't know when we're, you're going to be on again, sir. So I don't want to leave that. I'm going to be around for a long time. That's what I'm talking about. But you're a busy man. You're a busy <laughs> man. So uh, real quick, tell us how the academy was for you um, going in. Um, did you find it Challenging and what was it like back then? It's a little bit different. Yeah. I could understand you. Yeah, so BLE one five eight one five eight. We did it at the uh, Miami I mean, Dade yeah. North Campus and the public safety uh, uh, curriculum uh, over there. We had some uh, mostly city, but we did have some Hialeah. Hialeah. Uh, we had a Miami Springs and a North Miami, I believe, in the class. So we had a couple of folks in there. Um, man, I. I Coming from from basic training yeah. and and back a while back, man, basic training was yeah, it's harsh. Yeah, so the academy wasn't really that challenging, you know. Once you demystify it and you kind of take the studying out of it, it the, I mean, the physicality's still there, but compared yeah. to what you go through the army and you know, being thirty years ago, is a little bit of better shape, not much, but yeah. a little bit better shape. <laughs> so. I, I had a great time. I had a great time. I picked that up, uh, and and the studying wasn't bad. Obviously, the firearms component. I have been, you know, firing uh, weapons in, in the army, so it, yeah. it, it came with ease, to be honest. But uh, it was an incredible great time. I mean, I still have folks that are still in the department, and 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 we're we're friends that we went to the academy many many years ago. So yeah. So so the military again to the listeners out there kind of gave you that that leg up where you're like. I just got to figure out what this police academy is about because I, I think I can handle it, but the military helped you with the handling the PT, which is a physical training. Correct. And, um, and then the studying come, you know, school, actually you didn't go to, you didn't go to college yet in the academy. I had not. I but, had not. But this was still there. The brains were still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that transition. Good studying, man. You know, it came back. Yeah. I, I know when I went to when I when I went to college, criminal justice was my major, and coming to the academy, it's you're basically regurgitating what you learned in criminal justice as far as books. You expand, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's some other topics, but I I had a it was really easy for me. Not easy, but it made it easier. Mm -hmm. So so if you're out there listening college is is good so that was academy 
Were you class leader? Or you just kind of in the mix? Man, I was just in the mix. In man. the mix. Did, Never. did you guys have drill instructors in, the, in your academy? We we had um, tactical advisors. They yeah. call them TAs. TAs. Okay. TAs. Ta they, tra training 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 advisors. Training advisors. Training yeah, they advisors. got away from that. Now it's DIs. But yes. Now it's the drill training instructors, right? So yeah. Maybe we got time for a little insider step. I would love it. Right. So yeah. I, I see a lot of folks go to the academy, and so when they get hired, I kind of tell them. <clears throat> At the beginning, the academy's tough. A lot of yelling, a lot of push-ups, a lot of running, right? And basically, that's to test your mental toughness, right? You're going to be going to some calls. You're going to be seeing some horrific things as a cop. Right. We want to make sure that you have what it takes mentally, that you have the toughness yep. that we need to be go out there, right? But after that, we want to turn you into a problem solver. Right. So if you can make it through the harsh portion of the first couple of weeks which is the drill week, right? Right, And and you got the smarts and you got the time and the dedication and you put in the hard work, the academy should, shouldn't be the hard for folks, right? right. I mean, the technically aspects of, of firing a, a firearm, it's even better. You were a firearms instructor, right? Yes, sir. So it's better to grab someone who has not yeah. fired a, a, a gun to teach them because they haven't built bad habits. Bad habits, yeah. So you can build them up better from the ground from the beginning up you know yeah you, you can mold instead of chisel yeah. they got the clay and you can mold it easy but if there's oh man i gotta, yeah, chisel. gotta chisel the bad habits away right so that's the insider's tip absolutely and and uh, there's a re rhyming reason why the screaming because we do post stuff on our on our social media and people are like oh do we really need to be screaming at them it's uh there's no. there's a rhyming reason behind it and just like you explained mm -hmm. if you if you can't take a drill instructor in your face yelling at you when you go out to the real world and you have to deal with situations like that or there's a high stress level, you, maybe this profession is not going to be for you if you yeah. can't take a drill instructor. We need to know if you're going to crack under pressure. Absolutely. So we got to test yeah. you. Exactly. got to test you. Yeah, because we don't want to test you out there. Mm, We'd rather... That's too late when you're out there, right? Exactly. Make it, make it as close as to reality as we can possibly get in here um, and mimic that because you're representing the police department and you are you have a lot of authority when you're out there yeah. and we want to make sure you're squared away anytime you're out there people lives are at stake that's what i'm talking about and we have to be there to answer the calls you got that so that was the academy stuff mm -hmm. you guys got anything you wanted to to plug in I, on that i will say just uh going off of what chief said i was someone that when i was in the academy i maybe thought you know no prior military experience never dealt with a drill instructor that was all new and I had those moments that I'm like, is it is it necessary? You know, the whole drill instructor thing, you know, what, you know, it's a purpose. And they tell you, you're like, okay, but maybe I can, maybe we could have done this without that. And then I got into something very early on in my career, almost straight out of there. And after everything had passed, I was almost like, you know, very proud of myself and thought, how was I able to handle the, the stress level? And it all made sense. Yeah. And it, coming straight out of the academy, and I was like, being able to function in that high stressful situation, and it all made sense, and there's definitely a purpose for it. Yeah, there's a purpose, there's a plan, there's a reason why there's instructors instructing you, and if you don't do or follow the instruct in instructions, you pay. It would push-ups or some kind of physical yeah. fitness activity. However, that is, it can cost you your life if yeah. you're not following instructions. Hey, I need you to stay on this corner. Cart. Don't move. If you're wandering around, something happens, well, you didn't follow the instructions, but rhyme and reason behind everything in the academy. Method to the madness. Exactly. Yep. All right, so moving on. So that was the academy. Now mm -hmm. we can fast forward because we heard 
the extensive career of the chief and now you're you're at the helm and you're you're steering the ship mm. and maybe we can get where where we headed so from the very beginning I, I, i've always had as my number one priority is going to be public safety right i think that's what the police is here for to keep the community safe right right and uh, a safe city is a prosperous city and and, and if you take a look outside our, our, our beautiful windows and you take a look at downtown Miami, Brickell, or Wynwood or any of the uh, other neighborhoods in the city, you can see that we're, we're growing at, a, at, a, at an incredible rate. That presents its own challenges later on to how police, well, maybe we can talk about that later, but um, obviously keeping folks safe. So the number one priority has been the prevention of firearm related violence. Right. So that's always been our topic when we just deploy our, our, our resources out there, we're always mindful that we are putting the bulk of, of our forces out in areas where folks have been plagued by gun violence. Um, and we've been pretty successful this year. I mean, we're unfortunately at uh, 27 homicides this year, but when you compare it to the 31 we had last year, and that was a 23% drop from the total that we had um, the previous year, we're, we're doing pretty well. Right. Uh, so if we continue on 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 the current path and on on the same uh, performance level that we have, we could reach levels that have not been seen since the 30s. Whoa! Right. right? So uh, I think that's that's pretty impressive. I think it's a testament to the hard work of the brave men and women of the Miami Police Department because I come with the vision, the strategies, the tactics, but the people who do the work are. The, the men and women that are mainly in patrol, right? Our yeah. problem-solving teams do a great bulk and our tactical robbery units, the did gangs. You, did you see the video, sir, that we put out on YouTube with tactical robbery? tactical robbery, guys. They were bringing it. You know it. that I was there when they their first got created, the tactical robbery. I went to the first tactical robbery class. Oh. I was part of that class. Yeah. I was a commander, but... Uh, since I was going to be the first commanding officer of that unit, I, I, I decided to go to the class with it. How was it? <sighs> Brutal, man. Yeah. I did the I was old, man. I was old. I felt old that time. Yeah. Back in 09. That was a good one. I did the RIT school for for that, which was either tactical robberies. Yeah. But that was a good Yeah, we mimicked the, the, the curriculum of the RIT. So yeah. It so that was... But then also, you know, you, you got to be mindful that uh, you, you, you can only police a community that, that allows you to police it, right? Right. So... You know, one of my the second priority has always been restoring the community trust in the police department, man. I think we've been through some turbulent times in, in, in our history. Absolutely. And in recent times that we just want to show the community, hey, we're here, we're professional, we're, we're compassionate, we're going to treat you with respect and dignity, and we're going to do the right thing at the right time for the right reason. So that's part of some of the initiatives that we have out there. And, and like I told you, we couldn't do it without the officers. So priority number three for my administration has always been improve officer health, wellness, morale, and professionalism. So we've done some things like the changing of the uniform, yeah. allowing folks to work out on duty. Yeah, uh, I'm looking into having uh, mandatory uh, psychological or, or therapy sessions. Uh, where folks can vent. Uh, we're bringing in, in conjunction with the uh, Miami-Dade County Association of Chiefs of Police a Struggle Well program, which is an incredible uh, training class that teaches you how to grow from post-traumatic uh, incidents uh, and how to deal with it. You know, the complexities of not only being a police officer, but being a human being in our times, man. Absolutely. It's crazy, some of the stuff that we see out there every day. So how do you, how do you deal with both family or personal and professional lives, right? So you can become a more holistic, complete and functioning human being. 
So those are some of the things that we're doing and where we're headed. And, and so far, we, we've had great response from, from the troops, so I want to thank them all. Uh, without you, none of this is possible. So thank you guys. And uh, that I didn't know about that program coming in. I think it's huge. It's huge because, uh, you know, there there used to be a little stigma about not being able to talk about your stuff. And nowadays it's like, hey, man, everyone's like, hey, what do you got, man? Unload. We want to hear it because that helps. That helps. Everyone's human, like you said. I, I go to therapy once a month, man. Yeah. At least once a month, man. I go and invent and, and let it out, man. The worst thing you can do is bottle it up and let yeah. all that stress and that pressure build up, yeah. man. You know what happens. Yeah. You know, it comes out in, in unhealthy ways. Yeah. Absolutely. You got you to gotta unload that stress to be able to shelf the other stuff. And that's a little little motto I live by. It's like, let's get it out. Let's get it out, especially at home. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because then it becomes about the volume of the TV. And it's not the volume of the TV. It's all the other stuff you have compiled. So it's really not that, you know, what it is. Let's let's dig deep and unload this, this uh, stress bottle that we got here. Yeah. So we can watch the TV at whatever volume we want. Yeah. Yeah. So and, that, and, and props to you, Chief, for, for speaking and about mental health because there's a big stigma attached to seeking help, especially for men. It's not, it's seen as like, oh, you, you can't solve your problems. Like a on sign your own. of weakness. A sign something. of weakness. So yeah. to, to come forward and say that, kudos. Yeah. It's good right. stuff. At the end of the day, we're all human beings, right? Absolutely. We all have issues to deal with, yeah. man. Let's find a way to deal with them in a healthy way that's going to be productive to both you and the community. So Absolutely. There was another thing as far as like training too, right? We're adjusting to the times and adjusting some some of the curriculum as, as far as defensive tactics. I, I noticed under under the helm that I've seen from the the ground up. I'm like, oh, they got, that's that's good stuff. So for for many many years we've we've outlawed the chokeholds, right? Where one right. for the first police departments maybe 30 years ago. Yep. We we outlawed since I've been here. Yeah. You couldn't choke people, right? So that was one of the things that was in the mainstream and and, and became a very, you know, contested or debated topic out there. Uh, but just to kind of bring clarification, you know, folks, and, and a lot of this uh, mixed martial arts, and I know that a lot of officers are into that, but how do you transition that? How, how, how do you you build bring that into uh, policing? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if you're training on your own, kudos, man, I, I, I think it's great. Yeah. You want to find a better way to protect yourself. But how do you do that within the guidance of the policy of the Miami Police Department? Exactly. So we put out a couple of training videos and, and a couple of refreshers yeah. to make sure that when we're policing the community, you know, it, we're doing it in a lawful way, but that we don't do it in an awful way, right? Because sometimes okay. things are lawful. Yeah. And what you're doing, the actions that you're taking, the the tactics that you're using are perfectly within the boundaries of the law. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not pretty. That looks ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes policing is ugly, but but you got to be mindful, right? Because yeah. perception to some is reality. And, and, you know, it's a sign of the times that we got to be mindful and, and we got to we're I mean, we're 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 the only um individuals in our society that have the lawful right to use deadly force yeah so yeah. we're like spider-man said man with great power power comes great, great responsibility, responsibility right? there it is there you go there so we got to take it we got to take it seriously when we go out there and we got to be mindful that every time that we put our hands on folks we do it lawfully and we do it tactically proficient so that's where the the, the training comes yeah that's a, that was something i wanted to add in because i know that uh an old training guy right there man he that's wants it. to highlight training that's it shout out to, yeah. the, to the training the training unit <laughs> phenomenal phenomenal um we want to know about the hold on i have the question here oh i, I got it 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 it's an amateur hour we're, mm -hmm. we're at the tail end and the coffee seat was wearing off but as far as 
now we're now we're going to talk about theory or not theory in theory. If you could hit if somebody came over, it was like boop, hit the reset button on Chief Morales and said, "You are now everything you did. We're going to reset to back in the day. Now you're in high school or you're starting um, your career path, and but you cannot be a police officer. Which career path would you go down? And you can't say firefighter." <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're killing me That's there. Who does not want to be a firefighter? It's true. He doesn't want that. So schedule. good. Hey, you know, I, I, I always kind of, it's absolute, you know, without a doubt, jealousy yeah. of the firefighters, man, yeah. right? Because everybody loves the firefighters, man. Right. Go to any amusement park, any theme park, man, right? Go to Central Florida. They're all wearing their firefighter shirts, man. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. Engine 39 with the axes in the back and yeah. the fire and the flames. Representing. And, yeah. and everybody's like, hey, high-fiving, and they're high-fiving the firefighters. You never see a police shirt, man. No. Right? Never. No, no. no. So we, we, we don't know so, what we're going to get out of that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't know. There's some high fives. It's fibers. like a box of chocolates. Yeah, there's some high You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. But, um, wow, if I couldn't be a firefighter, man, I, I don't know, man. I, I really, when I was little, little, I wanted to be an astronaut until I found out I was afraid of heights. Maybe I can give that another try, man. <laughs> an astronaut. Kind of buckle up. All right. Joining the Space Force. That's right. Or, or SpaceX, too, with, with uh, Elon. Blue Horizon. Blue Horizon. Stay with one company. We'll, we'll, we'll spread the love. That's it. So, yeah. so you're afraid of heights, so no flying car for you? No, man. I don't think so, man. So I, I, no, I, no I don't, patrolling I don't, in the flying I don't, car. I don't, I don't like it. So, man, every time that I'm put in a situation, that I, I have to prove it to myself. Yeah. So I'll go to the edge of the building like we had a staff retreat, and we went to the east in beautiful Brickell. Man, that place is, nice. is gorgeous, right? So we're in the 29th floor. Glass. You know, ceiling to floor. Yeah. So I had to actually go and put my head up oh. against the glass to prove to myself. You know. Yeah. Little challenges every day, right? You gotta. Did you get a little woozy? A little bit, but you still do it, right? Yeah. You're, you're, it's like going into that dark hallway, man, when they call in the alarm, and you know there's an armed offender on the other side. Yeah. You gotta the go in there. Training kicks you in. Prove it to yourself. Training kicks in, and yeah. you're just like autopilot at this point. Yeah. I'm going in there, but standing on top of a building. I, sometimes I walk. I, all right, a little bit. I'm, I've got a little bit of the same fear as you, sir. This is what we're opening up. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, but but the, some even the videos that you watch of the guy climbing like the pole to change the light bulb, you're just like, oh, no, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 or, or, or the people who clean the uh, or clean the windows oh. like 50 Ooh. floors oh, no. and they're like mm. hanging on a string. Like, no, no, that's not gonna be happening here. Yeah. Mm -mm. Did you ride in the? Have you? You obviously rode in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how's that for you? You know what? It's not as scary as it sounds. It's actually good. Yeah. So I wrote it in some in the military. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and ours is uh, a, a, an incredible an incredible machine. So it's actually a, a fun time. You, you guys have done a blog about it, right? Yeah, uh, we've been on. I've been on a couple. I've been on the old one. Yeah, I've logged with them. The new one. The new so. one's powerful. The old one used to take off like a, you know, and then this one just goes straight yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and you sink into the chair. Yeah, it's nice. I loved nice. it. It's awesome. Yeah, the only thing—the only thing about the helicopter for me was when they go around a house for a perimeter, they could literally s about the circumference of a, of a of a yard and just be spinning around there, looking down. After a while, I'm like, okay, I don't think he's—I don't think he's in the yard. Let's go no. to the next yard. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen while I'm on the plane. Man. Yeah. While I'm while I'm on the chopper, that's not gonna be happening. I'll be like, oh, yeah, nice and smooth, bubble. No circles. <laughs> no dips. No hard dives. Okay. Come on, keep it no keep circles. it nice and sweet, man. Keep it PG. There was two things. There's two things. One was um, to to continue. 
with the height stuff in the military they didn't have you like right, everybody out and you no, had man, to, but you know it was difficult at the beginning man the the confidence course when you they call them obstacle courses what do you got to climb now the but tower? there's one that's like the stairway to heaven that is just like a stair go and you got to flip on the top man that was difficult hmm. and yeah. there's another one that's a tower that you got to do it's like five levels and you got to use a three-man team to push yourself up. So I was always a big guy, man. But, but by the time you get to the top, man, you're like, man, Oof. Yeah. Don't, don't look down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Easy was yeah. up because I kept looking up, man. I'm not <laughs> looking down. down but when you're at the top, you got to look. Yeah. So yeah. that that was a little challenging. But, uh, I mean, you get over. You muster the courage and you move through. Sometimes I think, yeah, you just you have, what even when you're in certain situations. But I won't put myself in that situation. Like, you guys want to go? You Not if go you to, don't have to. Yeah, you, wanna, you guys want to go skydiving? Sky like diving. why? Why nah. are we? <laughs> nah, that's why are we going skydiving? I'm good right here. Yeah. No repelling, uh, like the SWAT jumping off of the building and into the bag. Uh, I don't I, think I would, so. the airbag. Mm -mm. So, so SWAT school sounds appealing. It's like wow, that's, they, they do the the water, the the water. They're in the water. They're doing the shooting. They're running. I mean, that's cool. I could train for that. But then you get towards the end, and it's like, all right, now you did all that, and now you got to jump into the bag. That's right. And the bag looks like and you got to repel from the building in the, the top, like twenty-eight stories up. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with that. No, not at all. No. Are you afraid of heights, Orlando? I get a little woozy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I cannot lie. Yeah. No. Well, Ralph, what I'm about good. you? I'm pretty good with, with, with heights. Skydiving heights or just? Uh, no, if I have a choice, no, nah, I'm not gonna skydive. No, but we'll if they're like, hey, the plane's going like down. Okay, let's let's go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. Yeah, skydiving or death. Like, yeah. But if I have the choice now, no, 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 not for fun. No. I know Gio, skydiving guy back there, just thumbs up, thumbs down. Probably kidnapped and taken out of the plane. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's life or death. We'll take that as a yeah, life or death. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, what do you got? I have no problem with heights, but I don't know about skydiving. Mm -hmm. I'll do yeah. parasailing. That's fun. Uh, yeah. I, like I think the scary thing about skydiving is not so much the heights, it's the fear of it not opening. You get like that. No, I think a little combination of because <laughs> if I if I knew a hundred percent was gonna open, I'll do it. But it's that point zero 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 one that you know. Uh. Well, put it this way: you could always go with a guy on uh, that you're strapped to on the stomach, and he can just do it for you. <laughs> Doing a hundred, two hundred yeah, miles an hour. Yeah, like so, so if the parachute doesn't open, it's just two of you that are gonna hit the ground. Real just hard. more weight. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Man. Okay, I'm just just yeah. just throwing it out there. Because yeah, he said no. he's not scared. Terra firm, my baby. Terra firm. <laughs> he's not too scared. Solid ground. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I think we we could end it here and the the skydiving stuff. Anything you want to you want to add or what, what would you feel about the first episode or this actual this vibe here? What do you think? I think it's promising. Yeah. I think it uh, it has a lot of potential. Thank you, sir. Not only to Thank reach you. our audience, but to to answer a lot of the questions that the community has. Yeah. Uh, once you open up that forum for them to kind of give us the questions, absolutely, I think it'll be a, a medium and a social media outlet that yeah. uh, will serve some, yeah, you know, some good out there. Yeah, I'm right. excited. Thank it's you. good. It's good stuff. That's I hope. Goes. I hope the audience enjoyed it. Uh, our first podcast. Anissa, Thank you. you got anything? No. Good. Yeah, all right. Uh, Coming thank, down the line. Good. She's you. still thinking about the flying car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were. I will keep well. researching after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, just thank you so much for coming on. No, no, it. my pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, Chief, for joining this uh, the maiden voyage of the uh, Miami Police Podcast. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> El Primero. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's the nice. first one. Gio's throwing a Gio's thumbs up back up. there. He's good. Throws the peace sign. And again, thank you for joining us on the Police Miami Police Podcast. First episode. Thank you. And Be good, everyone, uh, and stay safe. There you go. All right. Yeah. We got to get a picture. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs>